Hello, everybody. This is the Business Boot Up Edition of the Dreamers and Doers podcast. I'm Braden. I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Sammy Grace. Hi, Braden. So each week, we'll come to you live from the Norman's Farmer's Market, where you will hear interviews from our younger and our more experienced entrepreneurs who inspire, educate, and give you action steps to help your next business. All right. The Business Boot Up podcast is partners with the Norman Chambers of Commerce, who advocates to see Norman, Oklahoma, be a thriving business community. And Biz Boot Up is powered by First United Bank Norman. This is so awesome partnership and sponsorship. First United is not like your typical bank. Their purpose is to inspire and empower others to spend life wisely. One of Business Boot Up's favorite part of First United Banking experience is to check out their learning center located inside the branch. We just want to give a sincere thank you to First United for believing in our youngest entrepreneurs. And thank you, Norman Chamber of Commerce and First United Bank for helping the youngest entrepreneurs see their big business dreams come into reality. So today we have two very, very special guests, Scott Martin and Andy Scher. All right, so let's get into quite a mouthful of our bios. <laughs> and it's great. Scott was born and raised in Tulsa. He is a proud Oklahoman, and after high school, he attended the University of Oklahoma with a political science degree in hand. Scott dove headfirst into public service, spending 11 years working in municipal government. He furthered his public service career by living out a dream, and was honored to be elected to the Oklahoma House of Representatives for six terms. So he was the epitome of a citizen legislator, working in community banking while serving in the legislative. Since June of 2017, Scott has led the Norman premier business advocacy organization, the Norman Chamber of Commerce. Scott and his wife are the proud parents of four amazing children. Between church and ball fields, the entire family enjoys the outdoors, adventure, and an active lifestyle. So with a, like a firm, like nice bow, let's give a warm round of applause to Scott Martin. <laughs> All right, and we're also joined by another amazing guest, Andy Scherer. Andy Scherer serves as a community market president for First United Bank in Moore and Norman, Oklahoma. Mr. Scherer leads a team of First United bankers that work to provide banking and wealth management solutions for clients throughout Oklahoma City Metro. And just to include a few of your <laughs> accolades and education, Mr. Scherer has, has educational backgrounds and as a Bachelor in Marketing at Oklahoma State University, an MBA with Finance and MIS concentration from the University of Oklahoma, just to name two. He has also served as the Chairman of Norman for the Oklahoma Chamber of Commerce, the Chairman of Norman for Oklahoma Planning Commission, and a Norman Regional Health Foundation Board President-elect, just to name a few out of this huge list. In addition, he's also been awarded of Mentor of the Year for the Price College of Business at the University of Oklahoma and Best Norman Banker by the Norman of by the Norman Transcript. Mr. Sheridan currently lives in Norman with his wife, Megan, daughter Sheridan, and son Jackson. So those were some amazing bios. I'm still trying to process it all. My goodness. Um, how are you guys doing today? It is so great to meet y'all. It's fantastic to meet you guys, too. Yeah, I, I think I'm impressed with Scott more than I knew I, I should have been. So that's, 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 that's fantastic. I know those were probably the greatest you know, bios I had my eyes laid on being able to read those out. So thank you guys for joining us today. I know it is a huge opportunity for us. Yeah. So for our first question, we're just going to dive in. So yeah. For our Dreamers and Doers podcast, we'd like to know, do you consider your guys self a dreamer or more of a doer? I think I'm probably more of a dreamer in charge of a lot of doing. Okay? <laughs> I love that. So, um, I love to vision and think about what can be, but there's also a lot of implementation and getting down and taking care of business too. So it's a little bit of both, but probably I fall a little bit probably more on the on the dreamer side. 
What about you? You know, I think it's a t- it's a tough question because I think I'm a little bit of both. Uh, you know, I think um, one of the one of my favorite books is a book by Stephen Covey, Seven Habits of a Highly Effective. Yeah. And uh, and to me, he talks about what you have to have, begin with the end in mind. And I think that's the dreamer part of me. You have to always kind of think about where you want to go, what's it look like, where's it going to happen. But then you have to take the steps and the discipline to actually get there. And I, I think, uh, so I think you have to have a little bit of balance of both. I think probably with Scott, just like me, I think we have a lot of things we have to do that are dreaming because we're helping teams. Um, but inevitably you have goals and accountabilities and things like that that make you a doer. So I love the question. I, I think I think it's both, really. Yeah, and so. we see a lot, many and almost all great leaders, they are both. And so that is really great that you mentioned that, you know, you have to be a dreamer, but you also have to be a doer and see that dream come into fruition. I really love that. So I want to get into, you guys are in some pretty amazing positions in your fields. So Kyle, you guys can both play off of this and talk about it. What are the series of events, it could be people or experiences that took place in your life that led you into your field you are in right now? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I think there's a lot of things. There's never one thing that leads you to a place. You know, I started off my career, I was a buyer for Dillard's department stores, Little Rock, Arkansas. So I started off with that. You wouldn't think that by the way I dressed today. Uh, but but uh, I started off with that, uh, that background. Went to grad school and I realized, you know, one of the things that when I was looking at kind of finishing up my graduate degree is I wanted to be a part of something that would make a positive community impact in a place where I worked and lived. And, uh, and for me, um, banking was a great conduit to that. And, you know, certainly, I, I like to jokingly say that I, I write my uh, book reports and spreadsheets. Um, so so, so uh, banking fits for me. But really, more importantly, it provides capital for businesses. It provides opportunities to help make a difference in people's lives. And, and I think that's, that's kind of the bottom line of what's led me to, to, to banking. That's really great. Thank you. Well, I can tell you, no one goes to school to become a Chamber of Commerce CEO, okay? <laughs> There's no degree for that. But uh, from a really young age, I had a, a heart and a passion for public service, which you kind of have seen in my bio, from local government, state government, community banking, and along the way, I got really lucky in that right out of college, my very first job, the city of Noble where I worked, I got to be involved with the Chamber of Commerce down there. And I saw quickly the, the impact that can take place when city government works with the business community and the incredible things that you can do. Same thing happened when I came to work for the city of Norman. I got to get involved with the Chamber of Commerce here in Norman. And so long before I ever started this position, I was a volunteer. Not as great of a volunteer as Andy, but uh, I was on the Chamber board and did other things. And so it was just kind of a... It was a natural fit when my position came open four years ago to be able to do this, and it's, it's been awesome. That is really great. So, Scott, you're in like a position that not many people can be placed into. So, if you kind of like visualize this for our viewers, what does a day in a life look for for a president of the Chamber of Commerce? So, I wake up every day with, with, with really one goal, one mission, and that is to see Norman thrive through the success of our businesses. Now, I'll be fair, that every day is a little different. Now, I start out, usually almost every day I listen to a podcast, two or three, okay? I try to exercise every day, but then jump right into my work. And it's meetings, emails, more meetings, phone calls, emails, but it's a lot of working with our members, other entities throughout the community, to help create an environment where our businesses can thrive and succeed. That's, that's really cool. So, Andy, we're hoping that our younger entrepreneurs can, can really learn about this experience in this, in this podcast. So what does, it, what does it take 
to, to run a business and to be a part of a great company and to work with others? And what, is it, what does it look for you being a big president? Yeah, you know, it's a great question. I think that's one of those questions we might take. I might take 30 minutes to answer. It's a great to how to run a business. It's a tough deal. I, I think to me, um, in my role as bank president, and what I see from other successful entrepreneurs, is a real focus on making sure that whatever they do, they also realize that they can only do so much. And uh, and I certainly in my role, I know that um, just like Scott mentioned, it's a team. The more that I can empower teammates and team members to be successful, the, the, the greater the impact we're able to make. I see that today, even here with LoveWorks, uh, the incredible work that's going on with a variety of teammates uh, makes, makes you guys look great. And, uh, and it helps make everything go. So I think the same thing exists when you run a business or certainly in my role as a bank president. So, Scott, I know that our podcast, you know, it's kind of out there. It's a little different from anything out there. I know we are based right now in a farm market right now. So what was something that was just in your heart that urged you to want to be a partner for this podcast? So when I was close to your age, a senior in high school, uh, I took an applied economics class. And the premise behind that class was we were going to start a business. And I was able to do, we were able to do that. Uh, oddly enough, our product was not as cool as Wristworld, okay? <laughs> it was tie-dyed boxers. Close. Close, Close yeah. yeah. Close second. <laughs> Which, yes, I still have them, just so you know. But um, it was an incredible opportunity, though, for us to, to come together as a group of classmates with a, a singular goal and mission. We got to partner with each other, work on those relationships, um, we all had specific goals within the business, and so it was, it was really a neat opportunity for me to do that. And when I became familiar with LoveWorks a few years ago, I love what you guys do. And I, it kind of reminded me of when I was in high school through that experience. And so I wanted to, you know, be part of maybe you know, the next huge entrepreneur that's gonna come out of the United States, I'm really confident it's gonna come out of Norman, and most likely, one of you guys are gonna be that person, okay? It's gonna be LoveWorks that's gonna generate those next entrepreneurs, just gonna, you know, create new things, new products that, that can solve viruses or do other amazing things. And so that's why I wanted to be part of this. And, and uh, uh, it's inspiring to hear what you guys are doing. And I'm just thrilled to, to be to be part of the, be at the table today. I think that's awesome. And, and with that, Andy, I know that you were talking about how you have a team and, and it's one of your main goals to make sure that they're doing well. But why is it important to you to invest in young entrepreneurs like and sponsor this podcast? Yeah, Scott, Scott said it really well, and I'll, I'll add this to, to what Scott said to me. Um, the future of, of a community that I love, the future of Norman to me, is so much based on the ability um, for, um, for young entrepreneurs and small businesses to continue making an amazing difference in our community. And Scott gets to do that through the Chamber of Commerce, which is, which is a tremendous organization, has a lot of wonderful things. You know, part for me personally, and certainly for, for First United, we know that if we want to have a successful community um, that, um, that's going to thrive and be a place where people want to live and work, we have to have businesses that do amazing things. And, uh, and that starts, you know, with, to me, planting the seeds of young, entrepreneur, and young entrepreneurs, allowing that creativity to, uh, to develop itself, and us as community members to support that in a variety of ways so that uh, as things come, come, come about, I, you know, all the business I'm seeing here today, amazing. 
you never know which one is going to be the one that's going to take off. And, and to be a part of that in some small way is, is really gratifying to both, I know, to the bank, but even, even more so maybe to me personally. So I'm going to go off script just a little bit. And you mentioned something I want to talk a little bit about, the future of Norman. So you guys can both answer this question. But for you, what is your vision and dream to how we want to push Norman further? It's a hard question. I'll jump in there, and, and Scott, you can kind of bounce back with me. I, I think, to me, um, I, I think I think it's kind of what we were alluding to right there. I, I think, to me, if uh, if Norman is going to be successful, it has to be made up of the the energy, the creativity that comes from from young people. This is a college town. Um, it's a town with amazing school system, um, both private and public school system. And, and some, we have other natural resources, certainly, but probably the number one natural resource we have is, is incredibly creative, wonderful people. And if we allow that to, to, to grow, and we as a community kind of water that, so to speak, as I'd say that yeah. in the farmer's market, <laughs> um, then, uh, then to me, I think we'll find that that reaps amazing benefits in so many different ways. Yeah, and you know, Norman's always been a place that everybody can fit in and feel at home, right? Um, for us to be able to succeed and thrive for whatever community we want to be, I mean, which I think that we have all the, the ingredients to be the place to be. Uh, and so I, I kind of envision that Norm is the place, regardless of what your dreams are, they can come true here. And so we have, we have all the ingredients uh, to be able to make that happen. So I'm gonna take y'all back, not too far, I'm saying that really kindly, but not, they're not taking too far back, but what was uh, like a life lesson that you know you wish somebody taught you in middle school or high school? You know, for me, I think it's that, you, you read our bios earlier, okay? So you may go, you know, somebody may be listening to this and say, well, I wanna be a bank president someday, so I'm gonna follow Andy's path to get there, and that is the way to do it. and I. While it could be a way, it was Andy's way, but I think what I'd like to share with people is that whatever your de definition of success is, whatever your end goal may be, there's a lot of ways to get there. And you gotta find your path, okay? You chart your own course, you're on your own journey. So don't get too hung up on the fact that you didn't do this or do that, you may not have gone through this program or that program. Uh, you have a goal and you go for it and don't get too caught in the minutia of there's only one way to get there because there's never just one way. There's a lot of ways to succeed. That's great. I, absolutely. I think that's a huge level of advice. I, I, would, I think kind of following that same line, I'd say make mistakes. You know, I'm a, I'm a, one of my favorite phrases is fall forward. Um, if you don't make mistakes, you don't move forward. And, and I think it's okay to make mistakes. Um, and from some of my greatest lessons, some of my greatest successes are because I made a mistake earlier and I learned from that and I was able to, to grow from that. I think, I think that's really awesome. And, and I, I, had a, I had a question for both of you guys, kind of about both of you making mistakes and choosing your own path. What was something that both of you guys felt was hard? Because both of you guys have, are part of very successful businesses, but obviously no business is just perfect and no business yeah, yeah. just starts out given to you so what is something that both of you guys think that you guys had to overcome as a business or as a team together well, you know I think I think um, and Scott jump in here anytime I, I think to me I, I think that some of the challenges that we see the most often in the world of banking is we can have all their best laid plans um, out there and then for whatever reason some macroeconomic item hits uh, hits 
or, um, or we have a, a disaster of some kind, or frankly, we lose a team member for an opportunity or something like that happens. And I think for us as a bank to be successful, we have to keep to a common culture and a culture of love and impact is where we are and, and kind of focus on what makes us the best we can possibly be. And, and really it's, when I say best we are, it's really about what makes the community best because we, we benefit when the community does well. And so if we keep that in mind, when those challenges show up or when those, when those mistakes are made, um, then we're able to recover the way we want to be if we can continue with that same focus on the ideals that have made us successful in the past. You know, one uh, challenge that I've experienced is that I may have a vision, a dream, Okay, well, and I think it's the best thing in the world, but you can't get there unless you're able to uh, coalesce other people around that dream. And, and at times that's hard, it takes time, it takes effort. We'd all like to just wake up and go and know that we've convinced a million people to follow the path that we want to go down, but often it takes a lot of effort. And I particularly think in Norman, it takes effort. You got it takes time, you know? So anything worth doing, you gotta you gotta do it right and you gotta invest the time and effort to see it through. And so I think trying to build those relationships and bring people along um, is a key part of success, but also a, a challenge at times. That is really good. And so now it's one of one of my like saddest parts of the podcast is like our last question. And I just want you guys to feel free to have any tip of any kind that you want to share to our listeners out there who even want to start a business or be part of a really successful business, what would be that one tip you want to share with them? So I'm going to talk about relationships. I, I think relationships are key. And those are either relationships with your team, okay? So internally, the relationships you have to create a product, provide a service, whatever the case may be, but then also relationships with your customers. Uh, those that you're trying to assist along the way. And, and I, I, think they're, I think it's really important. Anything that you're gonna get done, it's gonna, it's gonna happen because of the relationship, relationships you have with others. And so I would encourage uh, people who are thinking about getting into business to focus on that. This, it can't be all about you. It's gotta be how you relate, interact, and, and work with other people. Yeah, no doubt. I think those are great words. I think to me, um, developing kind of a tenacity, a tenacious team um, that's focused on service, I think would be the things that I think, um, if you do that, I, I have zero doubt, whatever the product or service it is that you're, you're, uh, you're offering, it'll, it'll have, you'll find success. That is, that is so great. Andy, Scott, thank you so much, you know, first off for your time on here, but also your support of the podcast. It, it really means so much. And I know that your words you spit out and threw out into the world right here will affect and just impact so many young entrepreneurs out there. So thank you so much. Before we completely wrap up, where can you find more about Norman Chamber of Commerce and First United Bank? So normanchamber.com uh, Norman is our website. You can find us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Norman Chamber. So uh, come check us out, follow us, and uh, be part of what the exciting things we're doing for Norman. And we're at firstunitedbank.com. You absolutely can find us there. We also have three Norman locations and one in more as well. And so feel free to stop in. We have our learning lounges where we talk about um, our four pillars of health and wellness, personal growth, um, financial well-being, and uh, and, uh, and spending, you know, having financial, good financial um, situation for you and your business. So please come in and, and learn all about us. All right, thank you guys again just so much. And viewers, we will be back real soon with the next amazing kid business.
And we are back with our next amazing guest, Rowan and Alonzo from Squeeze Lemonade. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing great. We are super excited to learn more about you, but let's start getting into our questions. So we're really excited to learn more about you guys and your story. What is Squeeze Lemonade and how did it start? Well, Loveworks came to our school and gave us business models for creating a business. And at first, we didn't have any idea on what to do. And at the end, we ended up choosing Lemonade. And we just kind of worked through it and then progressed. And then here we are at the farmer's market. Yeah, so I know that I'm an entrepreneur myself. Starting a business is super fun. And I know there's a lot of young entrepreneurs that want to do this. But it's not all just an uphill battle, right? It's not all downhill, I meant. And so what are some of the challenges you face, you know, starting your business and specifically a, like, lemonade business? What are some of the challenges you guys face in starting this, and how did you overcome them? Um, definitely knowing our stuff, because just getting too much of something and then not being able to use it all, making too much and not being able to sell it all, um, not getting enough. So just really knowing our stuff and how much we need of everything. That's really good. And Alonzo, what were some of the things like you, like some challenges you faced? Uh, our, our, mm, I would say our first time trying to make lemonade, it took us like four hours just to make like <laughs> four gallons. Oh, wow. That's crazy. So what is, obviously creating a business is difficult. As he said, what is one of the biggest things that you think you learned from your experience with the Business Boot Up Program? Um, just like communications and being able to talk to people to give us help and taking that advice from other people and not just shutting, shutting it away. What's something you learned? Like? Uh, probably knowing your stuff and know what you're doing. Yeah, that is really good. Like our entrepreneurs out there, guys, know your stuff and you don't know your stuff, find somebody that does, that does right? And so I'm really glad you mentioned that. So we're gonna start, you know, wrapping and winding down. And so we're, for one of our last questions, I just wanna ask you, you know, what has been your favorite, like it could be, you know, tasting your product, whatever you think, but what's been your favorite part of starting your own business? Um, probably making it the first time. Yeah, making it the first time. Because it was really sloppy and we did not know what we were doing. <laughs> and so it was just, it was all over the place. We had like six different people doing oh different things and it didn't need to be like that. It was one of so. those fun messes though, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was really great. Rowan, Alonzo, thank you so much for your time. I know you guys got to get back to selling at the farmer's market. Might have to stop by up here and get some lemonade. But before we kind of wrap up, just where can we find you? Where can we find more about Squeeze Lemonade? Um, we're at the farmer's market today and um, we'll hope to be at the farmer's market soon again. So viewers, we will, we will keep you updated about where Squeeze Lemonade will be in the farmer's market next if you want to get some refreshing lemonade. All right, so those were some awesome interviews, Brayden. I don't know about you, but what was something that you think the audience can go and do right now? I think, you know, Alonzo, you said this really well, know your stuff, right? And if you don't know your stuff, find somebody that does and, you know, learn from them. Because knowing your stuff is really, really important, especially when you're talking, right? It's, it would be really hard to talk about your business if you know nothing about it. What about you, Sammy? I love what they were saying that their favorite part was just the first time, where yeah. it was just, I love that. I love that they, they learned something from their mistakes, and I think that's really, really cool. It's that chaotic, fun mess of starting a business, absolutely. Next week, we will be back with two amazing business owners that will hopefully inspire, educate you, and give you that powerful point of action to take your business that step further. 
And again, we want to just send a huge, huge thank you to the Norman Chamber of Commerce, First United Bank, the Cleveland County Fairgrounds, and LoveWorks Leadership. I know it's all our supporters for believing in our youngest entrepreneurs and the dream for this podcast. And just a reminder, don't forget to visit loveworksleadership.org on how you can be a part of our next business boot-up cohort. Number six, applications are due on August 30th, so don't wait. Yeah, get in there. And remember, real leaders, they don't blend in. They stand out. Dream big. And do your dream. Bye, y'all.